Hey there! You're listening to You're Golden, a podcast about my personal experience navigating this life as a spiritual being in a human body. This podcast might be for you if you want to connect with something bigger than yourself, but also participate in our 3D reality. Basically, I'm a blend of pragmatism and mysticism, so if that sounds intriguing to you, then you might find what you're looking for here. Around here, your golden means that to be spiritual, there isn't much you need to do, but rather that we are here on this earth to be. So without further ado, let's get into this episode. I hope you enjoy it. Hello, hello. Welcome to the final installment of the Rebirth series on Your Golden. So this email is entitled, Become More You. I am so excited for this, for this email, this episode, video, blah, blah, blah. Yes, I've recorded all of these in the same day. No, this lighting is not great right now because the sun has moved. I should have done this earlier in the day, blah, blah, blah. Blah, but we're here and we're doing it. And this is probably my favorite message to share. So here we go. Today, as we approach the new year, because I sent this back in December, we are going to talk about the connection between being more you and expressing gratitude. But first, my laundry adventures. The house I'm renting right now is quirky to say the least. Despite its quirks, I am very grateful for the opportunity to live here. And, and it fell into my lap because I'm fairly certain that there isn't a more perfect living arrangement for me right now. So now one of the quirks <laughs> of this house is related to laundry. First, the washer and dryer in the basement. And it's one of those basements that you really don't like to go into at night unless you absolutely have to. And second, although there is a dryer, it cannot be used due to an electrical issue with the house. So basically I'm not doing laundry here unless absolutely necessary. So the options, laundromats or friends. The laundromat can work, but I'd just rather not. The quarters, the time sitting there, just not my cup of tea. But again, it's an op- it's an option if absolutely necessary. Now, while explaining all this to my friends, most of them proclaimed that I could do my laundry at their houses, which I am so happy to receive as viable options. And with some of my friends, we do a trade-off. And with others, most really, even the ones who are actually offering a trade, we use this as a socializing opportunity, a practical way to put more energy into our relationship. If the Lexi of 2015 would have been in this situation, she would have done the following. One, resisted the fact that she needed help and would have tried to take care of the laundry carfuffle all on her own, making her life even harder. Two, broken down and accepted the help from her friends. On the outside, she would have appeared to be accepting begrudgingly, but on the inside, she would have felt both like a failure and also very thankful for the help. 
three would have waited until all of the clothes were dirty before asking to use someone's laundry in an effort to not be a burden on anyone for as long as possible. She would have also arrived at the friend's place, sat in a corner, and be as quiet as possible, and only engage in conversation when the friend initiated, all in an effort to not be even more of a burden. The Lexi of 2015 also would have felt completely uncomfortable the whole thing, so in an effort to rid herself of the discomfort, she would have acted like nothing was wrong. And everything about this was completely normal, effectively skipping any expression of thankfulness or gratitude. So this is a common way that people who don't want to, quote unquote, be a burden will act. It's the thought that if I make myself smaller and act as if there was nothing amiss, that somehow I would make the other person feel better or less uncomfortable about helping. But instead, what it actually does is make the other person feel used and it absolves you of experiencing vulnerability and true gratitude. I have strongly so strongly disliked the exercise, put yourself in their shoes. But I'm actually going to pull that out right now. And my reasons for disliking this exercise is for another time, but just know that my dislike has nothing to do with the actual exercise. It's a pretty darn good exercise. (laughs) So let's imagine that you've offered up your washer and dryer to a friend in need and you're more than happy to be of service. So your friend comes over, they're quiet and they look a bit uncomfortable, kind of shy, which is a bit weird because when you hang out otherwise, they aren't usually this quiet. They sit in a chair and you ask if they're thirsty and they say in a very sheepish tone, yeah, I guess some water would be nice. So you get them some water and try to chat them up. You know, you're just trying to be a good host. And after all, this is your friend. But no matter what you ask them or bring up, they aren't giving you much more than yes, no, sometimes, I guess, that sounds nice, etc. And once their chores are done, they gather their things and shyly say, thanks. And they're off. This is your friend, so you know they're probably feeling a bit crummy about needing help, and you give them the benefit of the doubt and help them out again. However, every time you help, the interaction is similar to the first one, until there comes the first time they come over and just act like this is their own place and this is normal and your conversations with them are a bit more lively than before, but it feels a bit contrived and kind of like a show. Oh, and then they leave in a kind of weird way, but you can't put your finger on it. And then you realize it's because they didn't even say thank you. Feels pretty crappy. Yeah. So when we hide what's really going on inside and specifically hide it under a 
put together facade and we try to not allow our energy to expand far outside of our bodies in an effort to not be a problem to others, the prevailing energy that is felt by the other is detached coldness. And you might think that containing yourself is the most gracious thing that you can do, but it's actually not. It absolutely is not. The people who stand by you want more of you, even when they're offering help. So let me say that again. The people who stand by you want more of you. What this doesn't necessarily mean is more time with you. Time would be the personal thing uh, to each person and also depends on how much time you're willing to give. So more does not necessarily mean more time. What more you means is more of your essence, more of your light, more of your personality, more of you. (laughs) Giving a watered down version of someone, giving a watered down version of you to someone you actually care about and value is kind of like a big F you, even if your intention is nice in nature. But perception is reality, and the perception of a watered-down version of you is the perception that you don't care enough to really be there with your friend. Even if your friend can read energy well enough to know that this is not the normal you and they have compassion for where you are, that's a lot of responsibility to put on that purchase. It's a lot of responsibility to put on that person, which can be burdensome, which is exactly what you were trying to avoid. When you let more of you come through, I am so happy to report that expressing gratitude feels easier, natural, and genuine. Part of the reason for this is energy matching. And it's not matching energy, other people's energy. It's matching yourself. So let's think about this. So you spend a couple of hours putting yourself in a tiny box so that you won't be a burden. And of course, it's going to feel really weird and difficult to break out of that box in an instant so that you can express the gratitude that you're feeling on the inside. After you just spent hours hiding everything that's on the inside. Shifting this behavior is going to differ from person to person, and it is a lifelong process. And note, lifelong in this context doesn't mean that you won't be more you and freely expressing gratitude until your deathbed. What it does mean is that there will always be a new opportunity at every turn to be more you. And all of the times that you decide to be more you compounds on each other. So, however, here are a few steps that I have found helpful in my experience so far. Declare your intention to be more you in more of your life. Sounds simple enough. Realize that this is a conscious effort from moment to moment and commit yourself to this work. It doesn't mean that you have to be perfect, but it does require awareness and effort. Experiment with 
anything that helps you feel like yourself. For me, it's been personal style. It's a whole lot easier to be me when I'm wearing clothes that are also me. <laughs> Prep yourself to go into interactions with people that you want to be more you with. This preparation could be you telling yourself uh, that you will be more you, or you listen to some music that really speaks to your essence, or you simply spend time alone to understand who you are today and decide to show up as that. And then lastly, get to know how your mind tells you to get smaller so that you are more aware of it in the moment. And in these moments, you can decide to break through that annoying voice or not. Above all else, please have compassion for yourself during this process. If you are like me, you've been watering yourself down for almost your entire life. So this will take time, but it is so, so worth it. So everything that I shared in this in this video or episode or email, this is not me being on a high horse. This is me having been there and experience what it's like to start to break free from watering yourself down. It's, it's such a weird feeling when you are you're feeling gratitude and appreciation for a person, for whatever they're doing for you, that, that they're helping you, et cetera. And you just feel on, you know, on the other side of it, like a burden, like, oh my gosh, if, if I didn't exist, then they wouldn't have to do this. And for me, that feeling like a burden was so strong that it would be so difficult for me to access the gratitude and to access the vulnerability. And in an effort to not be a burden, but also take the help, acting as if nothing was wrong or acting as if this was a totally normal thing. Oh, it's, I don't know how to say it in a nice way, but it, it, it does not come off the way that you hope that it does. It, it comes off as taking advantage or not understanding the gravity of what's going on or yeah, it's, I feel like if, if you're a person who does express gratitude and does feel their feelings and you're hearing this, you might be like really confused or not understand how someone would feel this way or, or think that these people who are acting like nothing is wrong are evil or selfish or self-centered. I'm here to tell you that during that whole time, that person is probably like on pins and needles on the inside, not necessarily knowing how to handle themselves and like feeling all of this like appreciation, but also sadness for where they are. 
and where what help that they need and feel bad that they're asking for help and but trying to cover it up so anyway i hope that wasn't too much of a ramble that just ended up confusing more than anything else becoming more you I don't want to say is my life's work or this is, you know, the hill that I would like to die on or, or what, but this is certainly my biggest journey right now. This is the biggest hurdle I think that I've ever attempted to jump over. And I feel like more, I guess what I'm saying is just expect more of things on this, more content along these lines of becoming more you, actually expressing yourself, being fully who you are. And it, it's fascinating. You know, one of the reasons why we don't do that is because we're afraid and we're afraid of how people will react and being afraid of maybe being made fun of or whatever it is. But we actually, by watering ourselves down, actually do those things to ourselves. It's really messed up and backwards. I think that does it for this episode of Your Golden. This was the last one in the rebirth series. So I hope that this series was helpful for you. And now I can't wait to create the content that is actually currently speaking to me. (laughs) Because as you've probably gathered over time, I wrote all of this back in 2021. So anyway, have a great day. Remember, you are golden. There's not much for you to do to be spiritual. Just be aware, be aware of your surroundings, of your reality, be aware of the people around you and find the lessons that are there for you in this now. So have a great day and until next time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Your Golden. If you enjoyed what you heard, I invite you to submit a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you want to get in touch, you can either leave me a message on Anchor, shoot me a DM on Instagram, or send me an email. Just tap on the show notes for links to all three contact methods. And last but not least, please don't forget, you're golden. You're golden.